T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yes, sir. I'm here. Not mad, just uh, puzzled. Confused. (laughs) Not really even confused anymore. I'm just sure that they had a game plan going into game one. and, And now they switched, right, from being... Uh, Goliath versus David to thinking that they're David going up against Goliath and Justin Verlander and the rested Astros are just going to be hard to beat. It's going to be an an uphill battle. And it wasn't. They made it that way. (laughs) And I feel like they went into the game saying, all right, we got all that we could get out of Wandy and Clay and Loisega. We got to give those guys a break. Here's the guys that we're going to use today behind Jamison Tyone, who... Jamison, Jamison Tyon, no problems with. I think I just saw a video online of him um, leaving the game out there in like a, a little carriage that was like pulled by a horse. I don't know if that was actually him. It looked like him. Only thing I could think about with that is that he's from out there. So maybe, you know, he's just restoring the feeling, old vibes. Like, oh, I want to take one of these uh, cart rides where uh, someone, I think maybe it wasn't a horse. Maybe it was someone that was uh, biking him around. But yeah. I can't be too mad at this first game because it is game one. Same with these NBA games. Knicks lose, Nets lose. It's just one game. It's game one. But I just hate the fact that I feel like the Yankees punted the game. I hate the fact that I feel like the Yankees made a conscious decision before the game on who they were going to use, who they were not going to use. And like a 4-2 loss there. I, I felt like they could have stole that game. And I think last night I said they got to steal the game like 2-1 or 3-2. And, and that's what it could have been if, if there were slightly different decisions made. But what do I know? I don't, I don't know. I, ne- I never made it in baseball. Never coached. No one taught me the game. I taught myself. <laughs> Let's go to the fans that call the fan. You guys can... Uh, Tell me, because I don't know anything. Matt is in Huntington, New York, on the fan. First up. How you doing, Keith? I'm good, all things considered. Game one loss, and I think, like, the Yankees figured they were, you know, 80% chance they were going to lose that game and didn't even yeah, count on sure. that 20% that they could go up one nothing and then potentially be able to get to Verlander. And I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, good to talk to you. I love all your stuff. You're uh, super refreshing on here. Thanks. So first, I want to start some some positive. You know, so we struck out seventeen times. That's not positive. <laughs> yeah. No. But, listen. But Boone no, I understand. Go ahead. Boone basically started a bunch of AAA guys after Tyone pulled them too early. Yeah. Just, and and they threw the best guy they have, the Cy Young Award winner, and the game was right there. This team is beatable. They're very beatable. But let me like let me stop you for a second. They are beatable. They're not the same Astros of the past with George Springer and Carlos Correa. Um, no. And even with Garrett Cole and Zach Granke, but there's blood in the water. And and Can I one, give you a suggestion for Boone, though? Um, how about you bench? Uh, we have another manager Donaldson. we could use? How about you bench Donaldson and you put IKF at third, and you let Cabrera pray. What? Why is Cabrera not in this lineup? out there. I saw a lineup today, and I'm like, oh, you know, Booney, about to build this guy well, back I up. Saw, when I saw Stanton left, I thought for sure that Cabrera would be playing short. 
I couldn't believe that he, you know, he brings in Carpenter, but the guy hasn't played in months, and he's 38 years old. Yeah, and I, and I don't mind Stanton in left. It's a short left field. This is a guy that won MVP as a right fielder, but came he up hits, 10 years playing in the outfield. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, he hits better when he fields statistically, yeah. too. He actually we, hits better when he's not a DH. We saw that last year. It's like, wow, miraculous but when why a guy is breaking a sweat. In the lineup? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They don't want to play these young the guys, man. So they hot, you mean, they want to play the old guys and, and hope that they turn back the clock. Yeah, he pulled Tyone too early. The guy won fourteen games. I mean, why do you pull him that early? He literally said in the post game, "quote He was trying to find slots for these guys. You're going to find a slot for Schmidt and Montas <laughs> in the ALCS. Stop trying to f- exactly. Stop trying yeah. to find <laughs> slots and go so off of the game. The field games." To spring training these triple-A pitchers? That's what I'm saying. He went four and a third, 67 pitches. And I know he's going to pitch again in this series, but, like, let this guy compete before yeah, like, for before, real. He like, won, you he go won from, a lot of games. You go from this season. guy who was... He was big for us this year. He was a guy that earned this start later in the year. And he's also he a guy... he won 14 games. He's uh, he did win a lot of games. I don't know how many games he won, but what I'm saying is he's a veteran. He's a guy that was the number two pick, right, between yeah, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, and you're pulling him to go to Clark Schmidt, who this is his first postseason. He was pitching he's in Triple A. They were trying to stretch dueling. him out at some point to make him a starter this year. Yeah, and he's dueling with the Cy Young Award winner, about to have the start of his life and beat this guy in eight innings, and you pull him out with 60, 67 pitches. When he won 14 games for you this year, to put in some some guys we didn't hey, see. Hey, the c- computer says next time through the order, beep boop beep boop beep. So, thanks for the call, Matt. I mean, <laughs> when when you see these decisions get made in game, that's why I'm just like I, I was I was puzzled. I'm still confused because I wasn't glued to the TV. I was getting on the train from Brooklyn back to Tribeca, and I'm listening to the game, and I'm trying to get, you know, you're on the train, you're going in and out with service, and little things are happening. I'm like, wait, how did this happen? How did we get to this point? Frankie Montas is coming in? I don't know anything. I don't, I don't know anything at all. Let's go to the other Matt in Atlantic City on the fan. What's up, Matt? Hey, Keith, how's it going? All right, I'm not mad. I'm just, uh, just a little puzzled that... Uh, <laughs> we we you saw some games mismanaged in the in the ALDS, and then they, in my opinion, they mismanaged this first game, and I, I think that they were were okay with losing, with dropping the first game of the series. I I agree with you 100 percent there, and it's just like I think they were just like, this is what we're gonna do, whatever. We lose game one, no big deal. But it's like you, you can't go in like that, no matter what game it is. I like, I don't care what it is. You can you have go- to win these games. The the Astros, the thing about the Astros, they they have guys that have done this before. They have experienced before. There's blood in the water. And with the Astros, they're good enough to they're good enough to beat you in any style, right? So I don't want to hear the oh, you're playing for the rest of the series to have your high leverage guys because you know what? Tonight, Jordan Alvarez didn't beat you. Tonight, Altuve didn't beat you. But they'll be lurking around later in the series to beat your best. Exactly, and that's what we need like our guys to do, too, because you can't rely on Judge. You can't rely on Stanton every single game. What I think personally is they're not going to bench Donaldson, but what they could do is switch the lineup around a little bit. I think Bader leading off, Torres batting fifth, and Donaldson batting seventh would actually be the call. I I, th- I think we'll see pretty much the same lineup tomorrow because they don't, they don't feel desperate yet. We didn't see the change... Uh, until they felt like you know their backs were against the wall, they were facing elimination. So I don't know. I think they're going to run the same lineup out there tomorrow. Give uh, Carpenter another chance, and um, <laughs> got to get Cabrera back in there. I don't. I, I, he's I a, he's a young him. guy. He's 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 got some flair to him. He he adds a spark, and I I want to see that younger energy. I feel like these young guys versus their young guys. I'm, I'm looking at Jeremy Pena, and I'm just like, man, like. This guy's going to be a problem in the league. He already is. Exactly. And it's just like with the bullpen. It's uh, that, that's My last thing I'm going to say is the bullpen. Frankie Montage shouldn't have pitched. Clark Smith shouldn't have pitched. We should have put Herman in. You can't be trying to find these guys' roles in the playoffs. We already know Frankie Montage 
he's I was so mad when they traded for him. I would have rather them just kept the staff. It was the way a default. You 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 missed out on Castillo, so you looked at who else was available, and you said, "Okay, we got to get that guy, and we'll get him because he's got good numbers against the Astros, who we hope to match up against." And now we're in that matchup against the Astros, and they throw him the first opportunity they get out of the pen. And what what happens to him? He hasn't thrown in a month. He he gives up a homer, and it's like I, who who's surprised? I know seriously. It's just like, what do you expect? You know how Herman is. Herman he has a lot of potential. Herman's got good stuff, and I don't know why they're hiding him. I don't know why they've gone like completely away from him. I don't know why. I don't know why Clark Schmidt has jumped him when we've seen Domingo come out of the bullpen and be a starter. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah, I literally don't know anything. Everything that I think I know, I, I my brain is just like I'm like I, you're dumb because that's not what they that's not what they do. That's not the decisions they're making, and those are the guys that are supposed to be. That's, that's I'm just a fan. As I just I go to the games. I yell and scream. I come here. I talk to you guys. I don't know anything about baseball because what I see and what I think is like pretty easy calls to make, they do things that surprise me. They take JMO out and they go to Clark Schmidt. And I'm like, what in the actual F is going on? This is game one of the American League Championship. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally right. It's just like the problem is they rely too much on analytics. Just it. I don't care what this guy did. Again, like Frankie Montas did against Altuve two years ago. I don't care. I don't either yeah, because Frankie common Montez sense tells you this guy was Garbaggio before he went on the IL and he hasn't pitched in a month, and you're going to throw him into that environment for the first time he faced? Like, come on. That's just, like, that's foolish. I know I know, 13-year-olds that call this show that wouldn't, wouldn't do that in MLB the show. Wouldn't do, like... It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like that's why it feels like a punt because it's like, all right, who are we gonna go to now? And then Miguel Castro, he makes his first appearance. Like they had these, they had this bucket of guys that they were gonna use today, and a bucket of guys that they weren't gonna use today. And they say, eh, if we can get by like this and steal a win, cool. But they weren't expecting to win the game. You play to win the game. Hello. Now there's blood in the water, in my opinion. Thanks for the call, Matt. The Houston Astros, who have been here. Six times in a row, the Houston Astros, who know, right, if they win tomorrow with Fram, like Valdez, he's like, you've seen him before. <laughs> Let's hope the Yankees can get to him. But this guy is, uh, you know, kind of like demeanor like Wandy, like unflappable, like unfazed. And behind him, if the Astros go out and go up 2-0, they don't fear Yankee Stadium. They don't fear us Yankees fans chanting F Altuve. They laugh. They love that environment. It's lit for them. They enter that environment like, yes, this is where we want to come and take your hearts. And in game one, I thought they had an opportunity to steal the game. But the difference is, I'm a fan. I am trying to steal the game. The organization's like, oh, we got a seven-game series. Now we got to just win four out of six. It's not that easy. The Astros are clearly the better team. They were the better team in the regular season. Now they're 6-2 and two this year against the, the Yankees. They were the, the best team in the American League. They have a good manager, and they have some good players and pitchers, and they're, they're rested, and they're playing up, and their fans are behind them. There wasn't an open seat in that place. So if you don't try and steal a game that you go up 1-0, that you're in 1-1, let me go back and look at the box score. It's 1-1. In the second inning, no more scores in the in the third, no more runs scored in the fourth, fifth. In the sixth inning, you go back to Clark Schmidt, and it, and it seems like Clark, it's, it's always the two strikes. Right? He'll get the two strikes. He doesn't have the put-away pitch. Maybe because he's been pitching with the rail riders, and he's been facing, like, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. This guy is not a guy that has ever pitched in October. He's not... There yet. I said on Twitter, when did he become elite? When did he become a high-leverage guy for the Yanks? Did I miss him getting big outs during the season? Or are they just trying to make him the, the great value Michael King? He's not Michael King. Kevin is in Flemington, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Keith. How you doing? All right, my tone might seem like I'm not doing all right, but I'm good. Like I said, I'm not even mad about the loss. I'm just like dumbfounded by some of the decisions. And like, like I said, I, I wasn't, I didn't get to sit down and watch, you know, the game, watch every pitch, 
for three hours and 21 minutes. I, w- I was commuting in between and listening to John and Susan. And so when you don't watch the game all the way through, and I know the ump was trash, but that's standard, right? Enjoy the ump show. I know his strike zone, he was giving low strikes and inside strikes to the left-handed batters. I don't care. Like, you, like that happens on both sides. It is what it is. What I couldn't put together, not watching the whole game in its entirety, were how... Things happened in the game that led to some of the decisions with the pitching and also how, you know, these guys had nothing at the plate either. 17 strikeouts. I know Justin Verlander had 11 of those strikeouts. But, man, they couldn't get to the pen. And you know what? It's tough to get to the pen when you're looking at your own pen and who's coming out and you're like, man, we don't got a chance. Well, I mean, first things first, you you said it right. It is what it is, right? So, I mean, you deal with what you got, but, I mean – at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, I think they need to, first of all, you bring Peraz in for the ALCS roster. Yeah, and pinch him, him for, late for, because Donaldson right, is you, slow. Yeah, you, you put him in for tonight. Tomorrow, today, well, technically today, you got to put him in at short, move IKF to, to third, and you got to put Cabrera back and left and move Stanton up to DH. That's what the I mean, fans are saying. I don't know if they're going to do that, bro. I really but, don't know but, if they – I don't think they even kind of move like that. You have to. I mean, Boone, Boone showed last series that he said, screw the front office, that's it, I'm done, I'm going to what I know, what I know baseball, and that's it, boom. Putting in pitchers that he wanted to put in, not taking guys out after, you know, pitching – for one out and one inning and then pulling in another guy for the, the next two, two outs. It's just, it's a joke. I mean, I think Boone knows how to manage. I just think, I think front office and the stats just takes advantage of I think, what Boone is. And, I and think that's Boone it. knows so. baseball and knows how to manage. I think he, yeah. he watched Clark Schmidt last Saturday and I, I, you know, I think he knows who Clark Schmidt is, but this is what we're dealing with, right? There is no Scott Efros. There is no Michael King. There is no Ron Marinacio. There is no Chapman. Like, you right. know, even Chapman now, when you're looking at this bullpen, even though Chapman quit on the team, and uh, I'm glad he doesn't get an opportunity to step on the mound in Houston, there were some innings where you would have felt better about Chapman going in than some of these other guys. I don't know, man. It just, it like defaults into, it's all these things that just default into decisions being made, and I, I feel like Boone, Boone and, and Cash and the upper brass or whatever, they have like a rough outline and plan. Uh, choose your own adventure type of thing, but not really. Like you have like two options. And well, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he'll I mean, he'll go to one of the options. If it works, no one says anything. If it doesn't work, we're all like, yo, what was that? Yeah. And and on the contrary, I mean, tonight when Boone's pulling all these pitchers who haven't pitched in, in you know, how many days, but you can't keep running out the same three guys every single day. And they've got a stretch coming up potentially of five days straight of playing baseball. And what what are you going to do? Pitch the same three guys? Five no, days and that's what I'm saying. That's the yeah. whole thing. You know, we knew those guys were pretty much off limits. We knew that right. they went in like here, here's the bucket of guys that you can't use. Here's the bucket of the of guys that you do use. Well, maybe let your starter go a little longer. See what happens. Right. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. But I mean, but look at you know Trevino had a, he had a great outing I think I mean only pitched what seven pitches tonight I think but he had a great outing. You look at Castro. Castro had some some good looking stuff tonight and it's funny you know right? there's, there's, he had a uh, had a clean one two three inning and it's like of, of course he does right so so there's there's positives to take out of that and you can trust those guys now and say hey look you know maybe. Instead of going with J Lo for two two innings, you you throw in Castro for an inning and and see if he can pull out the stuff that he pulled out tonight because he he was pretty damn good tonight. I mean, let's let's be honest. Nah, watch, so. bro. Tomorrow we're gonna be in a close game with Framer Valdez, and they're gonna go from Sevy to Greg Weissert. Thanks for the call, Kevin. I wouldn't be surprised. This guy's never pitched in the postseason. When he pops up, I'm kidding. I really hope they don't do that. I really hope they don't do that. When I'm looking at this postseason roster and the guys that are available out of the pen, X on Wandy for for this first game one. I'm putting an X on Wandy, an X on Loisiga, an X on Clay Holmes. But Domingo Herman's name is still jumping out to me. He wasn't used at all in the first series. 
And I just don't understand why there is no strategy of him as a starter and a guy with bullpen experience being the guy to like piggyback off a of Tyone, especially if you're going to take him out after 67 pitches. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just taking the L, and we'll flush this L tonight, and we'll move on to game two. Fingers crossed that they get to Framber Valdez, but, you know, he could no-hit the Yanks. They struck out 17 times tonight. I don't have any answers for what they do with the lineup because I don't really, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think, I think they want to try, like, IKF got a knock today. And I think they want to build him back up to be like, hey, we're going to need you, man. You're our guy. You know, you, you you know, it was unacceptable, the misplays that you had. So we had to sit you down to <laughs> just survive that series, just to shake things up and uh, win back-to-back do-or-die games. And then we go into the ALCS game one, and the computer says, you know, you're a former Texas Ranger who's played here, who's hit a homer here. So uh, we'll put you in a starting lineup. But I, I want it to be like, I don't know. I don't know what I want it to be, man. I want to win. That's it. I want to win. And it was fun to win the last two games, the, the one Sunday in Ohio, and then uh, the, the postponed rain delay uh, into the postponed 407 game. It was it was a blast. It was fun, like, just to even be in that environment and see the fans celebrating. And then 24 hours later, it's like, Womp, womp, womp. You like knew that they were due for a letdown, and it looked like they were anticipating it. Like, oh well, you know we're flying. Uh, we're flying from New York to Texas, and these guys have been waiting for us for three days with Justin Verlander on the mound. You know he's going to be lights out. He wasn't lights out to start. He settled in, and of course he's the AL Cy Young winner to be. He's he's going. He he's just. He's going to do what he does. It's Justin Verlander. Nobody's surprised by that. What people are surprised by is the moves you made when you made them and who you went to and who ended up giving up the runs that are the difference in the game. To me, the difference in the game was that sixth inning where you go back to Clark Schmidt and Clark Schmidt ends up giving up two solo shots and uh, you can't really recover from that. And then you have guys in the lineup like Josh Donaldson, and that's where we'll go with the rest of the calls because there's a bunch of people that want to comment on Josh Donaldson, and I get it. I get it. Dave is in Hartford, Connecticut, on the fan. What's up, Dave? How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. I have to tell you, I was furious driving home from the uh, – you know, you say you're not angry. I was furious earlier driving home from the sports bar with this game because, as you said, they had an opportunity to steal this game <laughs> and let it get away. And, uh, you know, listening to you, you and uh, your calls have basically tempered my anger because you've basically covered all the points that I wanted to make about this game. You know, uh, I lost my religion tonight watching Josh Donaldson at the plate, especially in his first two at-bats. I mean, that first at-bat, you and I could stand there and put the ball over the plate and say, I hope the ball, I hope the ball hits my oh, bat. Oh, man. I was like, that, it, it was flashbacks to Todd Frazier when Verlander froze him in 2017. Right. I'm like, no way did that just happen again. And then I'm saying, you know, he comes up in a huge moment. That was a huge moment, the second and third and one out. I'm like, please, Josh, one time, one time. Not even close. I mean, he just got brings nothing to the lineup offensively or defensively for me. But that's all I say on that. As far as Domingo Herman, I'm with everybody. I don't understand that there's something going on in the background now that we're just not aware of. Yeah. Because I don't understand why he doesn't use him. You know, I've been watching baseball a long time. You know, and I watch all the series, you know, and in the postseason, your friends, players, your young players, guys who were making their first postseason appearance, they're supposed to step up. And the Yankees' friends, players are not doing it. And that's yeah. one of the things I'm furious about, you know, and I'll just close by saying, you know, the Yankees, I'm a, unfortunately right now, uh, based on what I've seen in the second half of the season, I'm a Yankees half glass, half empty guy right now. Understandable. I sticking with the theme of the week. They just might as well just kick their hat and call Houston their daddy because they cannot, they have shown me nothing to make me believe that they can beat this team. And I would just say tonight or game two is a must win. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, no, they have to win this game because they show me nothing to believe that if they lose this game, that they can win four out of five from this team. Good call. 
And uh, I'll say this. Michael Kay in the postgame was basically saying something along the lines of like, why are you trying guys out in the American League Championship? Why are you trying to figure out what guys have this late in the game? Why are you rolling the dice on Clark Schmidt and Frankie Montas in game one of the ALCS in a tight game? It wasn't like it, that you would think that that game was 8 <laughs> 1. You, you would think it was 8 1 and not 1 1 or 3 1 with the moves that they made. It was like they were ready to go to bed. Like, ah, yeah, whatever. Let's get back to the hotel, sleep this one off, and we'll come back tomorrow. Josh Donaldson is garbage, yo. This dude, his, you know, his batting average, I was talking to my guy Joe's McFly about this in the stadium because when you look up at the uh, batting averages for the postseason, Josh Donaldson had a, a nice, like, shiny, like, 308 at one point when we were talking about it um, in the stadium yesterday or two days ago now. And I was like, that's not really accurate. And then uh, I found online, it said um, Josh Donaldson had a couple hits in game one of the ALDS, but since then he's been two for 16 with eight strikeouts. In the middle of your order, they have to shake up the lineup. You can't, but I think they'll roll out the same lineup because they're stubborn like that and they know better and I don't know anything and you don't know anything either. They'll roll out with the same lineup because their numbers tell them like, hey, run it back again and see what happens against Valdez. To me, it's just like, like you know, I can't be I can't be too mad at, at it because it's a seven game series. But I'm 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 I think I'm mad because like I'm not mad I'm not mad that they lost game one. I'm mad because it's the Houston Astros and you had an opportunity to change the whole complexion of this series by taking that game differently, approaching that game differently against Justin Verlander, game one on, on their turf where you did score two runs despite the 17 strikeouts, maybe these guys would have had more competitive at-bats or rallied more if they weren't looking at Clark Schmidt give up two solo shots, Frankie Montas give up another one. It's like morale dies when it's like, well, we we know the game plan is to not use our high-leverage guys, the guys that literally helped us win the games that we won last week. They're not available tonight. We'll almost concede this first game. That doesn't work for me. I just I look at it like, yo, this is October. This is it. This is the end of the line. And you give up a game like that, you're not guaranteed to go out there. Like, you do you actually if that's the all right, do you actually think you're that much better than the Astros? Because you're not. You can't actually think you're that much better than the Astros to not compete in game one and do everything to win game one and then figure out the rest the next day. Then you got an off day Friday. Then you come home to New York, and like I'm telling you guys, the the Astros like playing in New York. I'm already dreading the F. Altuve chance, and and Altuve sucked again today, and he has not been good. But you know when he'll wake up? He'll wake up when he hears everyone chanting his family name with uh, profanity in front of it. He's their leadoff hitter. He's been 0 for 16, I think. And if he doesn't come alive in game two, you can count on him coming alive in Yankee Stadium where there are fans that are going to show up there, even with the ridiculous ticket prices, just to chant at Altuve, just to chant cheater, cheater. And that type of stuff gives these guys superpowers. So if the Yankees don't figure out how to steal this game with Seve on the mound tomorrow, which everyone should be available, it should not be the B guys Frankie Montas, for me, like, I just, you know, don't need to see him. Miguel Castro, whatever. Tomorrow is, or later tonight, is the game that they have to win. But how sweet would it have been if they figured out a way to steal this game and then you walk into the game, which, like, I just, I look at everything, like, in the moment. And I feel like computers, they can't look at things in a moment. The computers give you projections. And the computers give you numbers and analytics and equations and you know, what should happen. And then when one thing goes awry or something changes, you can't change the equation in the in the moment. You've already made the plan to go to this guy or, or this guy, and here we are. 4-2 loss. Yankees lose game one of the American League Championship Series with Justin Verlander on the mound. You got some good defensive plays from guys like Aaron Judge, and you get the her- heroics of Harrison Bader going absolutely insane this postseason hitting home runs like every game, four out of six games. And uh, 
despite all that, you're just looking at the team. Rizzo hit a bomb, and when Rizzo hit that bomb in the eighth, I was like, man, like, I know, you know, it might not have happened if things went differently. I'm like, if like Rizzo hits that bomb in the eighth, it it should have been a three two game, and they had the tying runs come up. It doesn't matter. They, I feel like they were already ready to to tuck in. They were already all right. We're going we're going back to the hotel to go to sleep. We'll sleep this one off. We'll see y'all tomorrow, and we'll try and win that game. Keith McPherson on the fan. Uh, we got about a half hour. I'll take the rest of the calls that we have on the line. I wouldn't even tell you to call up because you're probably not going to get through. We don't have that much time. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, let's take these calls quick. I've said enough. And uh, I want you to know, like, my tone is... Just a competitive tone, wanting to win, feeling like the first few innings of that game, even up until the sixth inning, I felt like they were in that game. I felt like they could have taken that game. And then something changed. Oh, Clark Schmidt, who uh, you pull Tyone, but then you go to Clark for multiple innings. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just send me, send me the fan graphs. I mean, I don't even look at that stuff. I don't look at baseball reference and baseball savant and fan graphs all day to try and justify things. Like, but like, I need, I need the rhyme and or reason that Clark Schmidt is the guy that you're trying to get multiple innings from in game one of the American League Championship Series. And then Boone had a quote in the post game where he said, yeah, we knew it was going to be a little bit of a slog in those m- middle innings. A slog, bro? I don't even, let me Google what a slog is. It's like something like slow, clogged, work hard over a period of time. <laughs> Why are you anticipating it being a slog? I feel like there were other options. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know anything, literally. I'm, but you know, I I know I do know something because I'm sitting in here before and I'm watching Michael Kay and uh, you know Bob Lorenz and uh, Jack Curry and and Jack Flaherty and or John Flaherty, and they're talking about it. And multiple times now, I've seen them, you know, have the same questions that all the fans have and talk about these moves. And they, these are guys that are baseball guys. They've seen a ton of baseball. They've seen a ton of Yankees baseball. And they're like, what, do you, what is going on? What is that? Like, yeah, we get it that you want your high leverage guys ready for later in the series. But, like, this game wasn't out of reach. Anywho, let's get these calls in the last calls that we've got on the fan. Robbie and Lennox, go for it, bro. You got it. Hey, what's going on, Keith? You know, everything you've said tonight and everything the callers have said is right on. I don't know who I'm more sick of, Cashman or Boone. I can't stomach modern-day baseball. I mean, the idea of removing a pitcher, 
who's pitching in the four of a third of an inning? You're panicking already? Why do these guys micromanage baseball? Why? Because it says on the charts that Jameis and Tyon are the third time around the order. They hit 301 against them. You know what? I don't give a fox that rear end about that. This guy does nothing from the seat of his pants. Bader's been hot. You bat him seventh. And can we get rid of Josh Donaldson? (laughs) Sit his ass down. I am sick and tired of this guy. That whole train was a disaster. You could have had Gio Scheller hits for a higher average at about the same numbers this year, and you could have signed Correa yeah. or anybody else. When the Minnesota Twins are giving out contracts to Correa and the Yankees going, oh, that's okay. We'll be happy with Isaiah Canafalepa, who didn't even play last two games. Play Peraza, play Cabrera, let the kids play. Get Bader at the leadoff. This is the problem. You have no Benintendi, and you have no LeMahieu. If you have those two guys healthy, think about this, Keith. You have those guys healthy. Okay, with Judge batting third, Rizzo batting fourth, and Stanton Miami, that's a formidable offense. This team hasn't had a table setter since Johnny friggin' Damon, okay? This guy, Cashman, every year it's the same nonsense. Guy, 17 times you strike it? That's embarrassing. How about putting the damn ball in play? You know, you can go back and say anything you want about the Guardians. Well, they don't have power. The Yankees hit 182 against the Guardians. If the Guardians had any kind of power, the Yankees would be gone. All right? right? To me, this team can't – they never put the damn ball in play. How about that bat by Josh Donaldson? I, I'm sitting there watching second and third and one out. I go, oh, he's going to strike out. Boom. Three switches. Sit down like the gas. Like I tell you, the gas house gorillas. One, two, three strikes are out. That's what it's been. <laughs> and the other thing, Frankie Montas. Now we're going to experiment. Like you said, we're going to experiment here in the American League Championship Series. I mean, what is going on with Cashman and Boone? And the fact that Boone isn't his own man just makes me sick to my stomach. Modern day baseball. This is what you get, Keith. 17 strikeouts and you get it, your pitchers that go four and a third starters that go four and a third. Since when is Clark Schmidt the answer? You're absolutely right. Since when is Clark Schmidt the guy to come in at a high leverage? You're right. I mean, I don't know what the thinking is. Did anybody ask why Clark Schmidt was in the game? And then you bring in Frankie Montage. You haven't pitched in a month. I don't, I mean, I don't get it. Look, Jonathan Weiser can't pitch back to back games. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, when I was a kid, Goose Gossett pitched three innings in a row, and guys would pitch, you know, after each game sometimes. When you need a relief pitch, I remember a guy named Dick Drago, he just passed away. Uh, sorry, yeah, and um, pitched for the Yankees. And he would pitch, he'd pitch all the time. He'd come in all the time, almost every game, and give you an inning. Robbie, these, these guys pitch. want to pitch. They want to win. They want to compete. Yeah. And they're being told, hey, you're off. We're going to go with these guys against – a rested Astros team, which is the number one team. And, you know, you spoke about the moves that they made with Donaldson and IKF, and yet and still right. here they are in the American League Championship Series after a 99-win se- uh, season and winning the American League. And they right. – I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know don't, anything. The thing, is the, the thing is they – the thing, Keith, is they don't – they never hit. You can't have it – you know, look at look what the baseball has basically become. It's become strikeouts and home runs. The only reason the Astros won tonight is because they had more home runs than the Yankees. The thing and is they the only had two never, strikeouts. The Yankees what? had enough strikeouts for both teams. Exactly. That's the thing. You know, one of my friends was talking to me. He said, well, you know, they had they – they, you know, he said they had the same – almost the same amount of hits, and they were only two runs down. Yeah, but at least they put the ball in play. You don't know until you put the ball in play. And the Yankees never do that. I mean, Donaldson, can you just, like, like try to make contact? Just take it the nah. opposite way. Their approaches are so bad at times. Like, I don't understand the approaches. Though. And put Bader up first. Let Bader bat first. Let him get some speed. They need get to see him hit a couple on. more home runs this series. Absolutely, brother. And, the, the time. You got more and then they'll move him up. Soon. Thanks for the call, Robbie. It's uh, frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. You know, it's frustrating to see. And I feel bad if you were out in public at the bar and, Wearing your Yankees hat and all excited coming off the uh, uh, the win in the ALDS, and then you get that. And it's like, oh, well, those guys didn't represent me the right way. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> those guys didn't do what we had hoped them to do. Go win the game and then worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. It's like they come into the seven-game series, and they're like, and I'm seeing fans defending this. Someone was like, what did you think they were going to sweep, Keith? Me? Did you... They didn't sweep the Guardians. You think you're asking me if I think they're going to sweep the Houston Astros? Maybe the other way around. But I'm not about to defend this nonsense. Tom is in the Bronx. You got it, Tom. You're on the fan. Hey, what's going on, Keith? Yo, uh, I'm sick of these faceless nerds messing with my emotions, man. It's it's <laughs> like, yo, like get, give you. Let's get Key in the in the in the office. Like they got to run their numbers through you. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's the heart and soul? 
in in the office, like yeah. Well, just okay, put me like, in the meeting where where they say, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna, all right, we're not gonna let Jamison Tyone face the order. I think uh, for the third time, we're we're gonna go to Clark Schmidt in that in that spot. And if I'm yeah. in the room, I'm gonna say, whoa, wait, 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 why? Right. <laughs> why is right. Clark the guy? He says, uh, Frankie Montas comes in, and then you go, what? You're giving me numbers from Wait, 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 Frankie Montas, you know like, he was on the IL. He hasn't pitched since September 16th. And when we saw him from September 16th and earlier on after the deadline, he was not impressive. Not, not, not once. The steroids ruined him. Yeah, but you know his numbers. His numbers from last year and earlier in the year when he was wearing orange and or not, he wasn't wearing orange. He was wearing green and yellow against these orange guys from Houston. He had good numbers. So these guys will risk. We're not playing Sudoku, Keith. (laughs) It's a Sudoku, my man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like look at a guy in the eyes and say, "This guy got it. This guy don't." You know what I'm saying? Like they gave the game away from the jump, and you got the best tie on we've seen in a while, man. Come on, get out of here. Like I don't want to see this carpenter. Look, carpenter needs to get back. So we give away a game. I'm not saying that we're going to sweep either, but I know I got to win one in Houston, and this was supposed to be the steal, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll talk to you. Thanks for the call, Tom. Jamison Tyone, I, I said this in my Tell Me Something Cool. He went to high school at Woodlands High School. I Google mapped it. It's a 40-minute ride from Minute Maid Park. I think he was rooting for the Astros at some point in time in his teenage years. I had said in my Tell Me Something Cool that I felt like Jamo would be comfortable out there. I should have added, I hope he's comfortable, and I hope they let him rock and let him battle. And they don't just look at, on paper, Jamison Tyone versus Justin La- Ver, um, Justin Verlander and, and chalk it up as a loss, and it's going to be a slog to get through those middle innings. Let J-Mo go. He's earned it. He's won some games. He's a former number two overall pick. I don't know. I don't know anything. Let's go to George in Mineola, New York, on the fan. Biggest Yankee fan in Mineola, Keith, my first time calling you. Hey. And I want to tell you, man, I started, you know, I used to be a regular caller. I've been really busy doing my own thing lately, so it's been a little tough for me to get through as much. But I've been hearing you for a while, and you are awesome, man. I really love listening to you. You're right on the money, and I just love you. Thanks, man. I just, you. no, just want to win the World Series again. I'm getting old, man. I was uh, one, all those one, all those, all those, one, all those World Series we won. I was a child. <laughs> uh, let me. I'm gonna remind you some stuff about those World Series since you were a kid. Okay, I'm a little older. I'm not. I'm not too old myself, but I'm older than you. But okay, one thing you're spot on with everything you've said. Okay, there's no reason. See, <laughs> like you just said. Talion, first of all, is a warrior. The guy came back from cancer. The guy pitched on one with a bad foot last year, gutted through three innings, you know, to get us to win the last day of the season so we can make the playoffs, Mm -hmm. okay? I'm not worried about that guy's guts at all. So like you said, leave the guy in. So what if it's the third time? He's definitely the, you know, they they had the panic move because the guy's on second base. Okay, so walk Alvarez and and go after the next guy. That's what you did anyway. I'd rather see Talion do it. Um, to to not use Herman. Okay, you said you were a kid. I'm sure you remember though, Ramiro Mendoza. Yeah, Ramiro Mendoza. Okay, everybody talks about you know obviously Mariano and Stanton and Nelson, all those guys. You know the big, but a lot of people don't talk about. I mean, not too often about Mendoza. Mendoza was a wonderful weapon starter that turned into a reliever that could spot start, that could come in to the second inning if a guy was getting shelled, or he could come in the fourth or the fifth. And that is what what Boone does not see. He has, in Herman, he has a chance to have a weapon, not just some guy that can, he should have used him in game two in the tenth inning because he's pitched out of the pen, not Talion. That was the time to use him, to keep him going a little bit. So if you need him in the next round, he's pitched a little bit. Because now the guy hasn't pitched in two weeks, so who knows what the hell you're going to get. But, you know, this guy could be that Mendoza guy. If you're not going to put him in, all right, you're going to take Talion out? Let's see what herman has got now. At least he's been in spots. 
They threw the guy in Houston his first game back this year when he hasn't pitched in a year. They said, oh, let's put him in Houston for his first game when he got smacked around. You know, <laughs> like, that was not, you know, you play playing. I, I uh, do. I remember all of it. I yeah, remember he, Pittsburgh the he, next day. he stood up against the Mets. He stood up against some other teams down the stretch where I, right. I felt like Domingo, I knew he wasn't going to get a postseason start. But I yeah. felt like with the loss of Michael King that maybe he would try and slot exactly. into a Michael and, King role, not Clark Schmidt. And Boone is waiting for this magical moment to put to put Herman in the game sometime. I was going to save him for this long time. If you're not going to use him in the fifth <laughs> inning with one out, I mean that's your long time. He maybe can go to the eighth inning, you know, or the seventh. Or I bet we see him tomorrow. I bet I bet you with all because you know what I've found in the first series and even you know the outside noise, they're listening. You know, absolutely. A <laughs> Rod comes out and says, "Judge can't be your leadoff hitter." Glaber well, Torres can't be your leadoff hitter either. He's over right, four with two strikeouts today. But well, you know they listen to the outside well, noise. Let me say one thing before uh, two things really quick before you let me go. Um, <laughs> you know the other guy. I want to piggyback the other guy. I made a great comment about some of the old guys that used to throw. You know, before your time, I'm sure you know this though. Sparky Lyle, Cy Young in '77, in the fourth inning with two out, bases loaded. George Brett is up in that playoff game and it's game four and Billy Martin's like, I got to bring in my ace closer right now. Sparky Lyle in the, in the, I think it was the, no, it was the fifth inning. And, uh, no, he pitched five and a third, if I'm not mistaken, he went the distance. Okay. He got bread out cause he could get him out and he went the distance and he still pitched the next day on fumes to get the save. I mean, that's insane. I know we're not going to see that anymore. But, you know, the Yankees can beat Houston, and they will beat Houston. I'm going to say it right now. They will beat Houston. But Yeah, I think I they'll win a couple can... games in the series. But... No, no. They're going to win this series. I'm telling you right now. They're going to win this series. But they have to beat Aaron Boone also. Yeah, they have to and, overcome and, Aaron Boone. That, isn't that crazy? Fair, it's not fair to see these guys come off a plane. You know they're tired. They know they're out there. And their manager louses like put them in a then he's not putting them in a best position to win. It's like, you know, if, if a guy makes an error, a guy boots a ball, hell, even if you put Herman in, you let up a three run bomb, I'd say, Hey, all right, the guy isn't pitched, that was the right move to make. But don't do this crazy stuff. It's like we're battling two two opponents, you know? Yeah, so, I do know, and I'm watching it. Thanks for the call, George. Gonna- I mean, these guys were fired up, the Yankees. They were fired up in the beginning of that game. You know, when you see Harrison Bader take Verlander deep, it gives you a feeling of like, hold on, folks. This isn't going to go how you thought it was going to go. The Yankees are here who have played in the last three days, who have won in the last three days. The Astros were sitting at home watching and waiting. And maybe they are a little slow. Maybe they are a little cold to start the game off. And uh, nope wasn't a game that they thought about stealing. It was a game that they thought about laying down. It was a game that they thought about um, not going with their best guys, not having the TWTW, the will to win. Like if I, and I don't know, man. I've never managed before. But if I get in a game like that, a 1-1 game, and I'm looking at this crowd, like I think about that type of stuff. Take the crowd out of it. Make these people wonder. Make these people nervous. Go for the throat. Don't go for the... Oh, it's it's going to be a slog. Justin Verlander is a Hall of Famer. Uh, these guys are here every year. We we didn't expect to beat them. No, go in there expecting to beat them. Go in there expecting to win and see what happens. And let guys compete. Let Jamison Tyone, who's from the area, right, who's living a movie, a dream. And I did find that that video of Jamison Tyone. It wasn't a horse. It was a, a, a grown man. Jamison Tyone is being peddled down the street. A right, You can see Minute Maid Park in the background. This guy is pedaling him on a bike with a little cart on the back. Like, I don't know, you give this guy five bucks and he'll take you down the street. I guess the Yankees aren't staying too far. And maybe, like I said, Jamison Tyone wanted to restore the feeling. Maybe he used to do that when he was a kid. Something kind of odd about that, though. The Yankees game one starter being <laughs> filmed uh, in a cart riding down the street. Maybe that's how he got back to the hotel and they they allowed it, but... I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of weird things in that game tonight. And I'm not trying to knock anyone's confidence in the New York Yankees. Believe. I still believe, too. But I also believe that it's it's more uphill 
uh, with the choices that they made tonight. And I also believe that, like, you got to be a little crazy to expect the New York Yankees to take four out of six from a team like that. It's, it's not the Guardians. It's the Houston Astros. And if you've watched baseball, I don't know, for the last decade and seen what they have built, what they have become, cheating or not, they're a good baseball team. They're a good organization. Like, they win. And they have fans behind them. And it's a tough place to, p- to play down there. So, um here we go, Framer Valdez, Luis Severino. Don't be surprised if the lineup changes because the outside noise. They need to. Don't be surprised if Domingo Herman magically gets up in the bullpen. Last call goes to Jeff on Long Island. What's up, Jeff? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Um, yeah, I mean, I-, I couldn't agree more with, with what you've said and the call has said. And I think that's the most frustrating thing about this whole thing is that as a collective, fans, analysts, broadcasters we're all seeing the same thing and we're all feeling the same thing in the game and they're going a different way um and 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 i actually have two questions that that will bring me to my second question my first question for you keith is how do you feel about the way they celebrated that division series i I started watching the yankees in 94 and and these teams that i watched were laser focused on one thing they were laser focused on winning it all and, uh, I mean, this team has unfinished business with this Astros team. You, you, it, took you five, it took you five games to beat the Cleveland Indians. And then you go and celebrate like, like you did, like you won the World Series. You got unfinished business. Why doesn't somebody in that locker room say, hey, you know what? We're not going to pop the champagne. Garrett we're Cole, gonna- thanks for the call, Jeff. Yeah, Garrett Cole was like, I'll spill a little beer, but you know we're going to Houston where I used to play. And those guys have been sitting around and they can't wait to beat the New York Yankees. They came into the Bronx in the regular season acting like it was the postseason. So buckle up, folks. (laughs) It's good to be in the American League Championship Series, but it's not good to have a manager and a, you know, analytics team making these strange moves when you're in a game. Salakata's next. He's right here. He's got you. I got to go home, but I'll be back tomorrow. Later. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.